Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Nepal World Cup we talk about now and coming off the back of a draw and then a loss and the loss of Grace Nwiki out of the tournament of the World Cup. We are into the semi-final. But joining us now, former Silver Fern, uh, Mystic Swing Defence and uh, TV superstar on the panel now and a sometimes co-commentator <laughs> with me on ECNZ, Michaela Sokolic beats and joins us. Michaela, gosh, um, we've been disappointing, I think we could say. We were all disappointed when Grace Nwicky was injured out of the tournament and I thought this will test the resolve of this team if they can bounce back from that disappointment. For my eyes, it looks like they haven't really. Yeah, Jamaica was always going to be a big ask, though. Like, when we, when I saw we had them this early in the tournament, I thought to myself, oh, okay. I think Jamaica are, are looking the most competitive and the most fierce. So us going up against them, we're, we're maybe not as strong as we were at the start of the tournament. I, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, that, they're so entertaining to watch, uh, Jamaica. And we just can't seem to keep it out of their shooting circle. I just... Can you unpick for me this wing defence bib on Kelly Jury, who's one of the best goalkeepers in the world? Um, and it's no it's no slide on Kelly Jury, but she's not as mobile as other wing defences in the country. Why is Dame Knowles going with Kelly at wing defence, do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. It's kind of hard for me to say because I'm not in the camp, and I, so I don't know like the intricacies of it, but I guess that she's there to get the ball lifted higher or lifted kind of off track so that people like Jane Cutton and Phoenix can intercept it. I think she's also there to set up more of a four, five foot guard so that the middies can't hit the circle edges quick. Um, That's just from me looking at it from an outsider as to why she might be there. Because when you've got um, a shooter like Janelle Fowler, um, I would think you'd want your tallest defender marking her, and we didn't. Like Jane and Karen are fantastic defenders. They were brilliant for the tactics all over this year. But, you know, they're a good six, seven, eight inches shorter, and it w- there were so many uncontested balls going into the shooting circle from the Jamaicans. Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. And not only is Janelle Fowler tall, She's incredibly strong and she can jump. Like, if you look at Janelle Fowler at one end and then Shamira Sterling at the other, they're both tall, but they're completely different athletes. And so I agree. Having someone who can is tall and can get up and contest in the air with Janelle Fowler is kind of what you mean. Um, amazing other game last night with England toppling Australia, who have been red-hot favourites for this title for a long time. And they got done by England. Well, not done. It was one goal, but um, that was a, that's incredible. And now what it's pitted is what I believe are the best two teams in the tournament playing a semi-final Australia-Jamaica. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was hard. I was like excited that we weren't playing Australia, but then at the same time I was like, well, England's obviously just as good because they beat Australia. 
But yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Jamaica-Australia game. But then also, for me, it goes to show that England are obviously playing well as a team. They don't have as many kind of big names and standout players, but the fact that they were able to come together and play and win, I thought was awesome. But not only that, they play in the Australia League. So none of the England girls, it wasn't, it wasn't a shock for them to be playing against Aussies, I don't think. What what in New Zealand, like the, uh, just trying to see when they're playing, nine o'clock Saturday night, what do they need to do between now and then to to shake things up? Do, do you see anything radical change? Um, because they've been in camp for ages, they've been in Cape Town for a wee while, they had that massive camp over um, on the Sunshine Coast or Gold Coast, wherever it was, where the best prepared team on paper that just don't seem to be delivering. Yeah, it's tough. It's such a tough um, thing to like analyse. And I've been trying to think about it, but I was like, this is what we, the girls did in the last World Cup. They had heaps of prep time. They went to Aussie, got smashed over there for a week, came back, played against the men in NZA. Like, they've done very similar things. So it's hard to say. I think the biggest thing when I'm watching is the girls just need to back themselves. Like We have amazing players. And I just hope that they, like, who cares about the netball now? Let's just, like, play. Let's play the best game we've all ever played in our life. And they will win hands down. But it's just finding that, finding that, like, inner belief that actually I am good and I'm here for a reason. I'm going to show everybody while I'm here. One of the, one of the things we've witnessed is a massive utilisation of the bench and the whole squad, and they're all good enough. But is it time to screw it down and let your top seven actually impose themselves on an opposition? I started to see it a little bit last night. They uh, Dame Knowles left that same seven on for quite a while, and they clawed their way back. And then the changes started to come again. Um, Maddie Gordon doesn't know where she stands. Whitney Soonis doesn't know where she stands. Kelly Jury doesn't know what bib she's going to wear at various times. Do, do we need to be a little bit more conservative in selections and build some sort of belief in a seven, do you think? Uh, yeah, it's a hard one. Like, yes and no. Like, I think, yeah, I agree with you about last night. It was probably, like, the first night that they really tried to like solidify a combo and you're right going into the last quarter we were only down by a couple but then I think the changes only started to come when the game started to slip away on us so when they kind of went up six eight ten then we we're like okay we need to do something different here but it's hard also in a tournament to solidify players when they've just had two really hard games back to back and we've got another two hard games back to back coming up Looks like New Zealand are uh, not an easy team, but not as difficult to unsettle as we've had in the past. We've seen, like, I haven't seen so many spilled balls, um, contacts, replay balls, stepping, uh, just those little minute things that, that must really frustrate the coaching team. Yeah, it's such a hard one because these players are quality players and I know when they make mistakes like that, which are kind of unforced, they would be so disappointed in themselves. But then I'm like, that's what I was saying before about having the belief in themselves that they are good. Like, are they nervous? Are they scared? They're back-to-back. They're trying to go back-to-back this time. So last, last World Cup, there was more of the underdogs. People went, like people always expect good things from the Silver fans, don't get me wrong. But maybe it's the pressure. And cause they, their expectations of themselves are so incredibly high that are we able, do we have those same expectations when we go out and play A and Z? 
are used to having that level of high expectation on themselves that now they look, look a bit nervous to make a mistake, scared to make a mistake. I'm just not sure. What about the effect? I want to touch on Grayson Wickie's elimination from the tournament just briefly. Um, like you and I both agree, she'll become the best goal shoot that the world's ever seen. Um, probably not quite there yet, and she can't play in the World Cup. Devastating. The, the effect that something like that can have on a team in a tournament have you have you experienced something like that before? Oh, it's, it's so hard. So I we were in, when I was in Mexico and Grace got into it. She was out for five games and. For us to make the grand final, out of those five, we needed to win one, and we won none. Mm. And me and Sulu were wrapping our heads every week, like, man, it's one person. Like, why can we not pull it together? Like, six of us still on why, why are we not able to do it? And I don't, I still don't know the answer. The thing that I do know about her is her height also offers a lot. So when you're really stuck you're about to get a held ball or there's no other options on, sometimes we just burst it up in the air and like pray that she gets it. And nine times out of ten, she does. So at the moment, the fans don't have that same outlet or release. The ironic thing is we are seeing how good and how valuable Grace Wecky is by her not playing. <laughs> yeah, we are. But I also think that Maya is doing a great job the only thing is she's just not as tall. So when they are really stuck, you can't just bomb it up in the air and she'll get it because she's a different type of athlete. Do we need to use the Pysalby record a bit more? Yeah, I was surprised because she didn't play at all in the Jamaica game. Did she play in the South African game? Uh, a little bit a little towards bit. the end. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised I didn't see more of her just for the coaches to like see... What, like what she could offer, but then at the same time, they know what the player can offer. She's been in and around the environment for ages. They've probably tried it at training heats, and maybe they've just decided that this is their strongest combo. So it's immediate knockout now uh, when we take on England. Select this hat on. Who's your seven? What, what do you think our best starting seven is to topple the mm. very confident, very informed England? Yeah, oh, well, I could have told you this was like absolute confidence maybe a few days ago, but now I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in an iron on a few things. Mm. I think I would go Maya Neal, I'd go Gina, and I'd either go Kate or Maddie. I'm not 100% sure, and that's where I'm, I'm in an iron. And then I would go Karen, Phoenix, Jane. Karen, mm. Phoenix. Only because it's more, yeah, Karen at Wendy, Phoenix at Goldie, with Jane at the back. I just think it's. A really experienced lineup. Well, let's, for the amount of experience we have. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, I hope next time we chat, we can say we're world champions. Uh, I think we're up against it um, against England. It'll be one of the greatest come behind performances in uh, netball New Zealand's history. I'd almost suggest. I think. Uh, Rankings-wise, we're probably fourth of four from what we've seen at this World Cup. But if they could get up and win this, which they can. um... And they can. And that's the thing, like, as a fan of that team and as someone who knows those players, I know they can do it. Mm. They just have to have that same belief in them, which I'm sure they do. Awesome, Mickey. Well, I'll let you get back to teaching. Thanks for ducking out of the classroom briefly to have a chat to (laughs) us about the World Cup. Uh, You have a great weekend. Thank you. Mickey Sox there, Michaela Sokolic-Beetson tonight, sorry, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, England and New Zealand. $1.85 the pair at the TAB.
And then after that game, 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, Jamaica-Australia. Jamaica slight underdogs there, 2.15, Australia $1.62. Tell you what, I think Jamaica are on form so far, best team in South Africa. And depth, which is really, really important. When uh, Shamir Sterling went off with a rolled ankle, I thought, oh, we'll be able to get in now. Their replacement uh, defender was just as good. So... Balls in the air, anyone's tournament, and we will follow that with interest over this weekend. Right, we'll take a quick break. On the other side of that, Taylor Britt, he's point guard, part of the 14-man Tall Black squad touring Japan at the moment. They picked up a loss. They're going to play them again. So we'll have a chat to them. They've just finished their shoot-around. We'll go on the bus with Taylor Britt and the Tall Blacks after the break.